Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world and what time it is when you're tuning in. This is Perrin Desports, and I'm your host for the Group Practice Accelerator podcast from Polaris Healthcare Partners. If you're an entrepreneurial dentist or other healthcare provider, and you're interested in building a successful group practice, you found your primary resource for some of the industry's best business education. My partner, DeWalker Sinha, and I have decades of experience helping people just like you launch, scale, and ultimately exit successful group practices. In short, we create clarity, confidence, and results. Well, welcome everybody to season three, episode five of the Group Practice Accelerator podcast. Many of you who've been in the audience for a long time know that DeWalker and I love cash. (laughs) It goes without saying that any business owner out there is really interested in what they can do to improve their cash position, specifically speed to cash. I'm going to be joined on the show today by a couple of friends from a company called Rectangle Health. I think you're really going to enjoy this because we're going to talk about patient processing in terms of payments. We're going to talk speed to cash. We're going to talk about groups that are evolving and how you can maybe even reduce some of the cost structure of your business. You know it's a note-taking episode, so get your pad and pen ready for another wonderful cup of that Mila coffee. The Group Practice Accelerator podcast is on the air. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Group Practice Accelerator podcast. I am your host, Perrin Desports. And on today's show, as I tease in the introduction, I am joined by a couple of new friends from a company called Rectangle Health. Rectangle uh, is a patient payment processing system uh, company that we have gotten to know and know pretty well over the last handful of months and are going to be working with going forward. I think this is a very unique service and it's going to make a tremendous impact to a lot of the groups we work with. I'm going to be joined behind the microphones today by Brian Doyle, Vice President of Sales, and Christian Derval, Director of Enterprise Solutions. Brian, you want to say hello to everybody? Absolutely, Perrin. Thanks for having us. We're really excited for this conversation. As as am I. I've been looking forward to this. Christian, how are you doing? Hey, pretty great, Perrin. Uh, excited to be on the Group Practice Accelerator podcast. Well, let's accelerate some cash <laughs> since that's what we're all interested in, right? I mean, I think that that's a four-letter word that uh, our audience loves, so they don't mind me dropping it. Let, let's start, though. Um, because Rectangle Health is in a variety of healthcare verticals. Can Brian, can you maybe take it uh, from the top and just give the the quick 90-second elevator pitch, if you will, about what Rectangle is, what y'all do, what makes you great, and the impact you've made in dental? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Rectangle Health, we've been around about 30 years, believe it or not. So we started in dental in the SMB space, really just door-to-door selling merchant processing the dentist. And we did that very, very well. Um, since that time, we've been, uh, we're on our second round of funding and we've expanded our solutions to include the whole gambit of RCM, whether that's bulk texting or integrations or compliance or financing. Uh, so we have built out a product that is so designated for the dental market. Um, and it is specifically designed to improve cash flow um, and reduce workflow. So over the past maybe three years, our solution has been went from payments only to engagement, to compliance, to everything in between. So we are the one-stop shop for everything a dental practice uh, can need with regards to RCM. 
really cool because we're big fans of, of comprehensive solutions, not just um, one trick ponies and add-ons, uh, which is one of the reasons that I, I really do like what, what y'all do. Now, Christian, director of enterprise solutions, you're working with groups, um, emerging groups, large groups, enterprise level DSOs, um, and, and have a lot of touch points. Uh, you and I have shared some sandwiches and a couple of cups of coffee at some of the many industry trade events where we find right. ourselves frequently. So, you know, give me, um, a, a, I don't want to say a breakdown, give me an overview of some of the markets that that y'all serve. And, you know, maybe if you want just a little bit of insights in between those uh, segments of the market based on the customers that you got. Yeah. Yeah. You bet, Darren. So, um, you know, kind of break down the DSO market, really three different groups. You nailed them there. You've got your emerging DSOs. The way that we impact that group there, the folks that are looking to acquire, looking to get some momentum and to get their start in um, the the DSO field is we're going to provide a foundational uh, component that is going to give them what they need from anything to increase collections, drive down AR, streamline processes, consolidate vendors, give them something that goes into the clinics that then streamlines that ability to grow from there on out. So we're a foundational element uh, for those emerging groups, uh, those emerging DSOs. When you get to the the midsize or the commercial size DSOs, we do the same thing, but then they're really starting to feel some of the pain points of disparate systems throughout their clinics, right? If you've got a region on one system with a bunch of different processes for um, you know, different RCM policies, or maybe it's compliance is out there in a different arena, or a whole bunch of different vendors that have been um, kind of accumulated over time is that they've grown through MA and acquiring. Rectangle is going to come in and streamline those processes and provide some consistency and some uniformity at the, the patient side, the patient experience, the staff side, streamlining the staff tasks, and then centralizing centralizing and consolidating at the corporate level. Uh, when you have those pieces in place, Perrin, you can then tell your team, you can have your your uh, you know your BD team go out there and then use these functionalities and, and these solutions to then recruit and acquire more clinics because uh, we're going to come in and, and really support that DSO as they grow and then follow through on their commitments to those new clinical owners as well. Same, the same value prop applies when you go up, up market, more commercial side, think 70, 80, 100 plus, 200 location DSOs. Rectangle is in that space. We specialize in that space. That's when we really bring our solution set um, to continue that growth for those larger organizations and then even build some custom pieces in there for them as well. So um, I hope I answered your question there, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to work with any DSO emerging midsize and on the commercial side and, and get them what they need uh, to have an end-to-end solution. Yeah, I, I, that, that's great. And just to kind of drive the point home here with our audience, uh, you know, most of the groups we work with are growing through acquisition. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're they're buying a, a an existing practice that usually does not have the same software system that that the 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 mothership does right so you know the the integration piece is challenging enough as is and we all know that dental staff you know hate change 
and and one of the first things that people want to do is force the acquired practice to change practice management software, which is a colossally bad idea. So if you're not going to change practice management software, you know, then how do you how do you enforce some levels of systems processes? And you mentioned compliance. Well, you know, arguably of all the things that you need to monitor with that, arguably the most important is how the money lands in your bank account. And, and I think the fact that y'all have a relatively, I don't know if agnostic system is is the right way of putting it, um, uh, you know, that, that you can work with almost any software platform out there to, to right. uh, correct that or, or to, to seal up the loop, you know, on the back end uh, means that that's a point of change that they that the um, that the founder of the group doesn't have to force the acquired practice um, right. to bend to. Am I right on that? Yeah. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. And, you know, I think the the new model of DSO acquiring when you're out there, you know, talking to these owners that are interested in joining a DSO, they don't want to change anything at the clinic level. So anything that you're bringing from a change standpoint is a tougher sell. Rectangle Health comes in and says, hey, look, you don't have to change that PM. We're compatible. We're going to provide that compatibility and then bring the enhancements to then drive up revenue, find new revenue streams, bring uh, streamlining stuff like a, a bulk text to pay, a mass text to all your patients with AR is just one component that we'll bring into our solution. And then we're compatible with any of those PMs in the dental market. So so you mentioned text to pay. Um, yep. You know, one of the best things that any business can do for their customer base is to make it easy for them uh, to to pay a charge. You know, we we see this with Apple Pay and you know Swipe to Pay and and you know Stripe and all these other services from a um, from a merchant standpoint, from a consumer standpoint, but from mm-hmm. a healthcare context. You know, we used to laugh in the software days that, you know, hey, the great thing about the practice management software is that you can send out uh, reminder cards and automated statements to all of your patients. And everybody's like, oh, great. And then the the statement lands on the dinner table and it's the last one to get paid right. because the dentist probably isn't going to come get the crown out of my mouth. Right. <laughs> so so but but if you make it easier and you make it quicker and you make it convenient on your patient, your consumer, they're more apt to get it done. I mean, it, and and I know that's one of the fundamental um, value props uh, at at a patient level that y'all have, right? Yeah, absolutely, Perrin. And that we could take that even another step further. So one, in the past, um, retail outpaced healthcare with technology when it comes to payments, right? Use Netflix. 40 million subscribers, zero days in AR, zero statements because it's just card on file. Uh, we have our cards on file for making restaurant reservations. So what, for whatever reason, healthcare trailed. Then in roughly 2020, for a number of reasons, there is an onslaught of new technology out there that a dental office can access anywhere. Um, but what we found is that the consumers, our patients, are driving the change for the first time in in the last 50 years. Consumers are actually shopping their dental experience based off how easy it is to pay. There is a direct correlation between patient satisfaction, which is another word to say patient loyalty, and how easy it is for a patient to engage, pay, and schedule at their dentist office. So by offering this technology, something as simple as 
Apple Pay, which I use all the time, I might choose a, a dental provider because of that software. Uh, so that that is real. And that that is what consumers are driving home to our clients and just the market in general. Yeah, well, well said. Um, convenience and, and price transparency, are, we know, are the hallmarks, especially of like millennial generation uh, and the way they approach all things, whether it's, you know, buying widgets or, or making healthcare spending decisions. So um, it, it's great that y'all, uh, even though the company is that old, that you've really kind of skated to where the puck's going to be, not to where it was uh, of recent memory. So let's let's talk a little bit about, I mean, you know, so our target market is what you might call emerging groups. It's the, you know, two to 20 space, roughly speaking. I mean, we work with groups bigger than that, but, you yeah. know, a lot of them are in the, you know, let's call it two to five at the emerging phase. And then they go through some level of centralization and they get from five to 20, you know, but there's that evolutionary type of a cycle and, and all of them are, uh, fundamentally interested in growing revenues, reducing costs. And although we don't give it enough focus on this uh, podcast, that speed the cash of revenue cycle management we talked about before. Uh, if you collect money more easily, more quickly, and more effectively, it reduces what the, the amount of dollars that are tied up in what could be considered working capital, uh, which lowers the amount of money that you have to borrow, or you can reallocate those funds to things like acquisitions. So right. speed to cash is critically important for a small business, and, and they say cash is king for a reason. How does Rectangle kind of impact those areas between revenue, costs, and speed to cash specifically? Yeah. Yeah. So parent, we kind of break it down into three different ways. First, you know, emerging DSOs is a sweet spot for us that two, three, four, up to 20 clinics. We're going to, we're going to zone in on with those organizations, three different aspects of that patient experience, pre-care, point of care, and then post-care. We're going to bring all of the technology that a patient might be looking for, right? We talked about patient satisfaction, patient experience. Think of that patient digitally registering and then putting their payment information on file before they even come into the clinic, right? We're used to that and all other aspects of our consumer experience, like we mentioned. You know, I I just ordered groceries earlier today. My card's on file. I get my groceries delivered this evening, right? So we're going to bring all of these functionalities, but when we're going to really make an impact in those areas is we're going to give all of the conveniences to the patient. But when that patient has all of the conveniences, so does the staff, so does the central billing office to minimize that time between service and collection. So if you think of pre-care patient, before they even come into the clinic, they've got their payment information on file. We can do that through a text or an email. And now that they're in the clinic, they receive their service. Maybe it's an initial visit. Maybe they come in, they get some additional treatment, whatever the case is. Now we've got options for that patient checking out to pay. They may not even have to stop by the front desk, right? We've already got card on file. Patient just says, hey, go ahead and charge me. Um, you know, a couple of examples. My dentist, my kids go to my dentist. She's a friend of mine from high school, but, you know, my dentist just sends me a text message that says, hey, Christian, you know, Cooper did a great job this morning, whatever the case is, and I'll pay via text. So that's another avenue. But then we can also put in things with automation to reduce staff tasks like 
automatic recurring payment plans, or we'll throw in a QR code for statements or for something in the operatory. And we get into post-care, then you, let's say you get an explanation of benefits back, patient still owes $50 or $100 or whatever that amount is. Patients don't want a paper statement any longer. They don't want these inconvenient things. Like I've got a, I've got statements here at my home office from, you know, my kids or whatever the case is on other, you know, healthcare visits. Those, those are kind of inconvenient to pay. I would pay them if they just sent me a text message. But if you're a, an emerging DSO, you might have 10 clinics and you've got a whole list of patients with outstanding patient responsibility. We're going to give you the capability to blast out a message to all of those patients simultaneously. Say, hey, parent, click here, make a payment. You owe $50 or whatever that amount is, right? So at the end of the day, we're giving all of the technology that's available on the market in a consolidated solution. So you don't have to go out there and look at someone for an online payment or for a text to pay payment or for some sort of uh, you know in-clinic payments, et cetera. We're given everything and then we're gonna increase that ability to capture payments. That's gonna drive up collection rates. It's gonna reduce time in AR and it's gonna reduce things like phone calls to the clinic, right? Staff isn't gonna have to answer as many phone calls. There's clarity on when and why those patients are making payments. All of that bundled together really does make an impact for the individual dental clinic, for the staff, and for the organization as a whole. You know, you, you hit on something kind of interesting there, Christian, which is that, I mean, you use the, the dollar figure, 50 bucks, you know, but I, I would tell you that a dental practice is a classic case of a couple of dollars here and there spread over a couple of thousand patients all of a sudden add up to real money. Yeah. Right. right. And and how many times do we all hear that, you know, well, you know, parent and his family, you know, owe $17. We'll just collect that at the next visit, you know, and the next visit's like six months out. Right. right. So, so, you know, it's $17 is seemingly inconsequential and it's not enough to waste our time over making a phone call or clicking send on an email or something like that. But if it's $17 times a couple of hundred patients, man, that adds up to a lot of money in a hurry. And if it's a simple matter of a text blast where people can swipe something on their phone or, you know, double click then and get it taken care of, that can make a massive impact to any small and growing business for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Perrin. And on that note, when I, when I got in this industry in 20. 2009. And it used to be, you know, $20, $30 co-pays that if we didn't collect, the dental office really just wrote it off or they send a paper statement. It, 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 that's just how the industry ran. With today's rising premiums and today's rising deductibles and today's rising out-of-pocket expense, those $20 co-pays are now $75, $100. Yep. So now we're looking at real money. Um, and then the PM system is still going to blast out that that statement, um, my wife just got a statement for $12, $12. Um, and then next month, like you said, parent, I got another one. So there's one to $3 in statement cost for a $12 receivable. Uh, we can automate that entire process. And that that's what the industry and consumers are looking for. That's, that's so great because, you know, we got, everybody's talking about inflationary pressures, especially around wages. You know, so we want to keep our best people, but it's, you know, the 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 people cost uh, is the largest cost of any group practice. And, 
with those costs seemingly increasing on an all but monthly rate these days, it's critically important to figure out where to, to uh, you know, plug the holes of lost profitability. And this is this is obviously one that is not easy, but is not uh, y'all aren't talking about landing a man on the moon here. OK, I mean, you've already right. built the system and and it's something obviously that that um, can really pay an immediate uh, benefit to, to anybody implement it. Let, let's talk a little bit, though, or let's dig a little bit more since I touched the the third rail of uh, of wages. Let's talk a little bit about staffing and, and the challenges you all see and maybe how you know, what you do alleviate some of that, especially I mentioned, you know, the, the building an operational DSO and a management company and all those kind of fun things. Y'all want to take the uh, crack at this one, uh, Christian, you want to run with that one maybe? Yeah. Yeah, of course. So if we're talking about streamlining, you know, the staffing or the current staffing challenges, anything that you can do that's going to take a task off of a plate of a staff member is a win, right? So if you think of you know, we were, let's just go ahead and continue with the topic here of a mass or a bulk communication with patients with outstanding balance. Today, there might be staff members dedicated to sending out statements. There might be staff members dedicated, you know, maybe it's a central billing office or something that where we're contacting patients, email, phone calls, et cetera. We're going to put that into a spot where one one staff member with a, just a few clicks can then blast out that uh, need here to capture payments from all of the patients with outstanding balances. That's one aspect. So that can be off the task uh, the task list for several other folks in the organization. Another piece, this is this might seem small at first glance, but oddly enough, it is a big um, topic in conversations or at least it's a big value driver. Things as simple as one-click refunds, right? If you want to designate one or two or three people in your organization or whoever you want to have that responsibility, instead of issuing a full approval process and a paper check to send a $10 check back to a patient, our technology will give you the ability to click here and refund that patient if necessary. Um, those kind of pieces are built into the system. I'll mention another one. When you've got card information on file. You've got automatic payment plans or you've got repeat patients that like their payment information on file for that patient experience, that convenience. Well, debit and credit cards expire, right? So now you've got to have a staff member, whether it's per clinic or per region or for the whole, for the whole organization, someone has got to be dedicated to going through and understanding what cards do we have on file? When are they expiring? How are we going to contact the patient to update that information? Well, we bring a technology called Account Updater. We're going to automatically update that payment information on file as it expires. No need for staff to engage. No need for patients to be bothered or fill out some additional paperwork or anything to update that payment information. So there's just a couple of the technologies that we bring into our full end-to-end -end solution that's going to slowly chip away and make a dramatic impact when it's fully utilized on what are, what does the staff have to do on the day-to-day -day or the week-to-week? -week? And then at the end, that staff now has a lot more time to be dedicated to the actual patient that's in the clinic right in front of them. Good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So let's let's talk a little bit, since you touched on patients in the clinic uh, and, and the, you know, all aspects of, of the patient base, Brian, you know, 
you've been at this for a while and you have a higher purview arguably than than Christian does in terms of the the impact that y'all make in different healthcare verticals. You, you can take dental or any other healthcare vertical, generally speaking. But you know, when we talk about innovation and y'all are an innovative type of a service, how how do how do you impact patient satisfaction, you think? Yeah, uh, this is a this is a big topic, regardless of vertical, dental, medical, uh, acute, ambulatory, you name it. Um, innovation is is the leading driver of what patients are looking for today. So the practice management systems out there, they're great. Uh, they do a lot of really cool stuff, uh, but they are more concerned about practice management than they are revenue cycle in most cases. So what that leaves is a is a client to go out and either shop multiple vendors or kind of piecemeal it together because the vendors, uh, the, the technology out there really hasn't innovated to the point where you can consolidate. So what patients are starting to do is to go on websites and say, I need an appointment Tuesday at nine o'clock. If I can't do that on a website, I'm not going to pick up my phone and call somebody. Um, Millennials and younger don't really pick up the phone and call anybody, quite honestly. So (laughs) little things like scheduling online, uh, that will improve patient satisfaction. I referenced it earlier, but there is a study that says uh, the faster or the easier a patient can pay, the more likely they are to make that payment. It, it makes sense, right? So when you think about something like text to pay, it has a 98% open rate. That's because patients are on their phones all the time. Um, so when we think about patient satisfaction, we have to tie it to how they operate their day in, day out life, um, retail experience, Apple Pay, text to pay. We're talking about things that we as consumers use every day. Um, That is what patients are looking for. So the successful DSOs and the successful dental offices or medical practices or large groups, they took that feedback and it really started um, in March of 2020 for a lot of reasons, right? Uh, But COVID sped a lot of this up. They took that feedback and they ran with it. Uh, there is very innovative clinics out there and their patient satisfaction and their recall is through the roof. Uh, patients come back because it's easy for them to do so. Um, I'll, I'll give one example. We make a cleaning appointment six months from now. And what are the likelihood that we can make that appointment six months from now? But if I get a text a week before saying, do you want this appointment or you can have these other two? That is a much better experience for me than picking up the phone, calling, canceling, and rescheduling. So patient satisfaction will correlate to the amount of innovation or technology you are offering in your practice. Yeah, I I think all of us can relate to that in a in a non-healthcare environment because it's something that we do in almost every other service that we use, you know, and the convenience aspect of it is just monumental. I, I pay an alarming number of of bills and things via the phone and and either through an app or through an email with a link to it, like you're talking about. Now, you mentioned um you know, uh, the COVID impact and, and contactless capabilities um, and, and how so many platform, uh, enterprise level platforms adopted uh, services like Rectangle Health. So, you know, let's let's kind of 
so hopefully we're out of COVID, <laughs> but, yeah, right. um, sure. you know, um, that, that being said, uh, maybe, maybe take us through, um, you know, your outlook for 2023. Here we are a couple of weeks into it, you know, both from, a uh, what y'all see in terms of the, the group practice and DSO landscape in terms of how that's evolving, but also from a context of, you know, innovative um, offerings and and maybe changes that are that are coming down the pike from a rectangle perspective. I mean, Brian, maybe that's a, a good one for you to take just because yeah. that's more of a corporate focus. Yeah, absolutely. I think the number one um, change that we're seeing is vendor relationships, partnerships. Uh, that is real today. Um, in the past, it was use our product, only our product, and we can't work with any anyone else. Uh, that was the PM's mentality. It was the vendor's mentality. Um, that started shifting fast because nobody can build all this innovation at once. You're either acquiring or you're partnering. So the floodgates have opened with, hey, let's join APIs. Let's be stronger partners. Let's go to market together. So that is the biggest change I see right now and expanding into 2023 on the vendor side of things. Um, and then when we think about what the clinics and um, the providers are looking for, things like financing, care now, pay later, 100% approval, nearly 100% approval, non-recourse financing. Uh, we wanna make sure any patient that walks through your doors can get treatment. Uh, there's a lot of big vendors out there that do a really good job. We want, we want to, and the market wants to, um, Make sure every patient has access to care. Um, so we, what we really see is more partnerships, more go-to-market strategies as one product uh, to the providers, because uh, that will improve, obviously, relationships and generate better technology for everybody. Um, so that that's the biggest thing we are seeing right now. Really good stuff. Um, I'm excited uh, about this because I think it's a... I mean, forgive me for putting it this way, but it's a it's an easy service that's kind of a no brainer. Uh, and the the impact that some of the case studies that y'all have shared with me on on the clients you've worked with, both emerging and larger enterprise level, is is really compelling and frankly kind of staggering. It's it's a it was one of those hidden services that just wasn't on my radar until we started talking about it, and then it was like, holy crap! Um, you know, it's uh y'all are the real deal with it. So um, this is going to be cool the way our relationship evolves this year. And I'm, I'm really excited for our, our, uh, our customer yeah, base and, and, and the people who are in the audience as well. Um, so obviously, um, there are going to be a lot of people that want to learn more about who y'all are, what you do. Um, and we can link to some of this in the show notes. But Christian, do you want to, since you kind of take the front end of this and are, are the face in front of Rectangle Health these days, if somebody wants to learn more or even schedule a demo or set up a call or something like that, what what's the easiest way to do that with you? Yeah, you bet, Perrin. Um, you know, email, LinkedIn, you know, shoot me a text, whatever the case is. So I'll get you my contact information here. We can provide it out. But um, you know, reach out in any of the different avenues that are out there and happy to uh, talk to whoever's interested. Good, good stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm super excited about having y'all um, at the, the May conference as well, that we'll, we'll be sending out information about that. I think it's what you do is really plug and play for a lot of that audience. And, and there'll be a lot more to um, things coming down the pike. So uh, for our audience who um, 
wants to to learn more about the system and and really get educated on it, there's going to be some good stuff to come. So, guys, uh, before we wrap things up, any sort of concluding thoughts from y'all, Brian? Anything off the top of your head we haven't covered or you'd like to share? Yeah, I think the last thing I'll wrap this with is scale scalability, um, and that's up and down market. Perrin, uh, there there's a lot of good companies out there, and please talk to them. Uh, take take vendors phone calls. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff out there. Uh, but make sure they know how to scale. Um, going from five to 10 to 30 to 50 clinics, that's a very arduous implementation. Um, find a company that's done it before. And obviously, Rectangle Health has. But scalability is one of the biggest things I would ask a vendor and their experience with it. Good stuff. Christian, any any uh, last-minute thoughts? Yeah, from you I'll, I'll piggyback up? on that. Um, you know. Along with that scalability, the reason why we carry that capability is we look at our relationships with our clients as a true partnership level relationship parent. So when you have a true partner that's there for you, when it comes to that end-to-end solution, we're there to help you grow, you're going to have that scalability ingrained in the relationship. So that's what we bring um, into the DSO market. And I think it's one of the main reasons why we've been successful and uh, have reached the point where we have. Great stuff, guys. We're uh, we're really excited about the partnership and and one that uh, I think will be incredibly beneficial to uh, both companies. Brian Doyle, Vice President of Sales, Christian Durbal, Director of Enterprise Solutions for Rectangle Health. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. This is a this is a tough one to get scheduled. Y'all are busy guys, <laughs> so I really appreciate your time and and being with us. And like I say, I'm really excited about um, what you do and and the impact you're going to make for our customer base. So. Um, kudos to you. Thank you, everyone, for being in the audience and, and being a listener and a subscriber. Thanks, Baron. Yeah, appreciate it, Baron. Cheers, guys. <laughs>